0: If you do have an issue in your business, you need to stop that problem from getting worse. You need to take corrective action now. Plug the leaks, fix the underlying problems, and then go on about how can you improve your cash flow. Welcome to the Business Behind Your Business podcast, where we have conversations to help your business grow and thrive. And look, we like to bring to you conversations where we can share our experience, our tips, our case studies, and much more to help you run a great business. The issue of cash flow has come up quite regularly in discussions we've had with business owners. Cash flow is the lifeblood of your business, and without a strong flow of cash into your business, your business is more likely to fail. And we're hearing that a lot more, that business owners, small, medium business owners are finding more and more that cash flow is really tight, that there are facing constraints, and it's causing a lot of stress. A lot of businesses we know don't last more than the first five years. It's well documented. And of all of those business failures, we know that failure to have a solid cash flow is one of those major factors, which meant those businesses can't survive. So we are going to unpack a number of the main areas for you to look at. In order to improve your business cash flow, And we want to stop the cash leaking from your business. So cash leaking that is not actually going to contribute to the value of your business. So, Welcome back. I'm Paul Sweeney. I'm your host of the Business Behind Your Business podcast. Look, it's a podcast for business owners everywhere, and we want to share these conversations with you. Uh, We want to bring that advice to you right where you want to listen in your car, in your home, wherever you are listening. Thanks for joining us today. Look, I have been working as an accountant and a business advisor for over 30 years, and the issue with cash flow is always one of the big three issues that my clients are raising with me. Like when I'm talking to business owners, Cash flow is right up there with getting more sales and team or staff issues. But cash flow is one of the main issues that always raises its head in conversations with business owners. And if I look to the Australian Bureau of Statistics report on business conditions and business owner sentiment that was conducted in January 2022, which is the most recent survey we have, at this time, 44% of businesses have less cash on hand than what they normally do. So 44% have less on hand than what they normally do. And we're hearing that, This is becoming more of an issue. In fact, so many of those businesses only have one month of operating expenses saved in their cash flow, and in fact, a lot of them have less than that. So we're hearing from organisations like the Reserve Bank of Australia, the Australian Small Business and Family Enterprise Ombudsman, and uh, COSBO, which is the Council of Small Business of Australia, SMEs, so small-medium businesses, are finding it harder to obtain finance from traditional lenders. And look, this is not something that comes as a surprise. We knew this was coming, and it's not purely COVID-related. These issues with cash flow or access to funding is not necessarily related to COVID. So if we go back to 2018, Crindle, and you'd be well aware of McCrindle if you've been listening, because Ashley Fell from McCrindle was on the podcast recently. She actually wrote this report back in 2018 saying that access to finance, the Royal Commission's recommendations, uh, so we had a Royal Commission into banking, um, and what she's saying is that the big four banks will result in the tighter lending criteria, as we know, cash is king, so small businesses may struggle as a result of these tougher requirements. Increasing expenses, both general operating costs and wages are also a challenge for small business. And we've seen this happen. We've seen this tightening of lending. It's happened progressively from that date of the Royal Commission from 2018. And now we're at this situation where lending criteria and the process of applying for lending has really tightened and has become well almost a nightmare for anybody that runs a small medium business and is seeking to either obtain finance or to refinance. So the reserve banks confirm that with their statistics analysis saying SMEs are finding it difficult to access the finance through traditional lenders in suitable terms. And generally you have to provide personal collateral. So residential property against your business loan. And that's a key constraint because a lot of New business owners don't have the history, but they also don't have the funding. They're starting the business to create that value. So they don't have access to residential property or excess capital. And also, they're reluctant to provide that type of security for loans because of the risks associated with running a small business. So it is an issue. Now, what we will not need to look at is cash flow versus profit, because this is a question I'm often asked is, how can I have profit? when i've got no money in the bank. And this is where we need to be aware that cash flow and profit are two different things. They're very different things. So, cash flow is the amount of cash that you've got available to your business. It's the difference between the cash your business is paying out and the cash it receives in its day-to-day activities. And the key difference between profit and cash flow is that it's the way it's produced. There's only one way to generate profit and that's by selling your goods or services for more than what it costs you to produce. But there's a lot of different ways to increase your business cash flow. And you can add personal funds, which is often referred to as capital or equity, or borrow money from banks or other institutions or even individuals. Family members is quite common, particularly with small, small business. So you can affect your cash flow by adding or subtracting personal funds. And the best way to increase your business cash flow is through profits, okay? Because you're selling at a higher price than what it's costing you to produce. And that creates new working capital. And you may need to increase that from time to time. But particularly, let's say, if you've got to cover large expenses like buying item equipment or you are needing to buy inventory in advance. So you're buying a large amount of inventory that you need to purchase. You can only buy it in those quantities. and But you won't be getting the cash from selling that inventory until the inventory arrives and then you're able to sell it to your customers. So... Cash is not going to match your profit or your sales, and also that if you borrow money, you're going to have to repay that, and that reduces your cash flow. So even though you're uh, repaying your borrowings is not an expense, and it's not going to reduce your profit, it is going to reduce your cash flow. So bear that in mind when you're borrowing. Now, there are a number of reasons why businesses struggle with cash flow, and you know, what we need to look at is what's the real reason that you're having the issue with your cash flow? Is it because your sales have stopped or have reduced or are your customers not paying? You know, if we have invoiced a customer and they take seven days to pay us, well, it's seven days after we've made the sale that we get paid. But what happens if that customer instead of taking seven days to pay us now takes 28 days or 60 days or 90 or they just don't pay at all, then that has an effect on your cash flow. So maintaining good collection policies is really critical. And if you get paid before you can release the product or the service, that's even better. So we need to focus on why are our customers not paying us? Okay, if they have stopped, stop supplying to them. Because if they've stopped paying one invoice, chances are they're going to not pay the second or the next invoice. So stop supplying if they're not paying. Another area we see a lot, and particularly where it's competitive on price, is selling your product or service at too low a price and not making enough profit on each sale. So if you're not making profit, if you're selling below what it's cost you, you're spending more than you're receiving. You're paying out more cash than you're going to receive in. Okay? So we need to be careful of that. Also, we need to be careful of managing our cash flow efficiently. And that comes down to the timing of when we spend or when we pay for items that we have to outlay. So do we pay our bills if we've got 30-day terms? Do we pay them straight away or do we wait until they're actually due? Um, Do we set aside money so that we can pay tax obligations when they're due? Do we set aside money for repayment of borrowings? Do we pay ourselves a regular wage? Are we paying for too many things? Are we paying for items in our business that we're not actually utilizing or that are not helping to contribute income, that they are not creating profit? One of the traps for a lot of small, medium business owners, particularly when they're starting off, is funding their business. They're funding their initial purchases with personal credit cards using that short-term finance. Now, there are a lot of traps in there. And look, I am mindful of the fact that a lot of subscriptions now have to be paid for using a card. So, whether that's a debit card or a credit card, but you do need to pay for them. But where the trap is, is if you're not able to make those credit card repayments, the interest charges on those credit cards are exorbitant. They are very, very costly. And that will increase the cash going out of your business because you've got to maintain that interest cost. And you could be paying, instead of paying 20 plus percent interest, you could be paying five or six or 7% on a traditional style of borrowing. So avoid using the wrong type of funding to make your purchases. Yet, one of the biggest issues as well, though, with our cash flow is not so much the sales process or the collection process or the funding, but it's actually with the process of how you produce your goods and services. Okay. If we have some inefficient processes, then it's going to either interrupt that flow of payments from your customers, or it's going to increase the cost of producing the goods. So you're going to have to spend more cash. And typically what we're looking at here is service businesses that will do the work. They'll pay the wages, they'll pay all the costs, and then they'll invoice at the end of the job. And then the customer will pay, hopefully very promptly. Now, if that job only takes one week, and then you invoice straight away and you're paid quickly, then there's not a huge impact on your cash flow. But let's say you start doing the work, you've You've done most of it and then there's a delay and then that delay gets extended so maybe it might be two months or three months after you started the work and incurred the majority of the costs that you're actually able to get the job and invoice it okay so you've incurred the expense you've outload um, costs on wages and other materials but you haven't got any cash coming in from the sale till several months down the track So there should be a bit more urgency about getting jobs completed quickly, a faster turnaround. And so if there's an issue with how quickly you can turn around work, you need to have a look at your processes and see how can you improve that process? Can you collect data from your customers quicker? Can you speed up the production of reports by using more templates? Can you have more, I guess, consistency in the work that you're doing so that you're not recreating the process each time that you've got those templates there, that you have a simple process that everybody can follow? getting that work out. Also have a look at, you know, in that type of work that you're producing, is it actually what the customer is asking for? I know of one business owner I was working with, and they were producing reports for customers after an assessment. And they produced this extra report to create more value for the customer. And that report would take on average two hours to produce. But what was determined is that the customers weren't actually using that report. They weren't even reading it. And then when the customers were surveyed, they said, no, we don't see any value in that. We don't want to read it. We just want the core report that you provided. So the business then stopped producing that extra report, which took an extra two hours per review or per analysis. So they freed up so much time. They can produce more for the same amount of input. They can produce more sales revenue using the same resources. So that's really important to have a look at your processes. Are you being efficient? Are you using what you have really effectively? And look, when we're talking about, are you using what you're paying for effectively? uh, One of the traps for a lot of businesses is too many subscriptions, too many licenses or paying subscriptions for two things that do very similar operations are very common or paying for a subscription to do a particular thing. And it's included in say your Microsoft or your Google office suite for free, a similar tool. So why pay extra? Having a look at that, because that can really get away from you. Look, if you've reduced your headcount and you've got one or two less employees, have you gone and updated all your subscriptions? Because if you're paying for two extra licenses across all your subscriptions, my guess is you're paying for at least, look, on average, say 10 subscriptions per employee. So that's 20. If they're $50 a month, that's $1,000 a month. Okay, that's a $1000 a month that you're spending that you don't need to. So keep an eye on that. That's one extra thing to have a look at. Cash flow is critical. We need to keep a close eye on it and you need to look at more than what's just coming in to your bank and going out. Okay? You need to closely watch What is going on in the activities that drive cash flow? So what is going on with your sales? What's going on with your production methods? What's going on with your overheads? You need to keep a close eye on those things because they are what actually drive the output. They determine how much cash you're going to receive and how much cash you're spending out. And look, if you do have an issue in your business, you need to stop that problem from getting worse. You need to take corrective action now. Plug the leaks, fix the underlying problems, and then go on about how can you improve your cash flow. Look, one of the things I've done is we've created a free guide for how to start improving your cash flow and that can be downloaded uh, from from my business website, but we're going to add a link to it in the businessbehindyourbusiness.com website. And of course, we'll place a link to that guide in the show notes as well for you to access. Have a look at that resource. Uh, Let me know what you think. Give me some comments, give me some feedback, and also tell me about how you've gone about improving your cash flow today. So look, if you are a regular listener, thank you for continuing to listen and support the Business Behind Your Business podcast. If you're listening for the first time, it's great to have you with us. And remember that we like to bring the conversations to you where we share our experience, tips, and and case studies, et cetera, to help you run a great business. So please keep listening, but also give us some feedback about what you'd like to hear. We'd love to know the questions that you have, and we'd like to be able to answer those questions on an upcoming episode. So please get in touch with us. You can email us at podcast at thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com, or you can use the link in the show notes to get in touch with us. Thanks for listening, and hope you have a successful time improving the cash flow of your business.